Welcome back to Anime Max Podcast. I'm here with Steven, and we are going to do the R&D for the 12th episode. 12th, right? Yes. I'm not good at numbers. Um, <laughs> the 12th R&D for Kabukicho Sherlock. I feel okay about this episode. I do too. <laughs> I don't hate it. I don't love it. It's funny. I loved it. I mean, like, I like it. It would not rank in my, like, top three episodes Yeah. of the so far times. Because, like, floating in the middle somewhere. Not the worst. I don't know what the worst is. It's a pool <laughs> episode. I don't like that pool episode. I don't know why. I felt like too much happened. Yeah. So much of it was irrelevant. We are going to uh, plow ahead. I feel like yeah. we already talked about how we were doing. Coronavirus is a thing. The world is on fire. Yes. We talked about it in No Guns Life. Yeah, I feel like that's all people need to know. We talked about it. Coronavirus mm. is a thing. The world's on fire. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so this episode is called No More Nyan Because Nyan is the sound that cats make. Oh, I was wondering what the hell was it? Why is it called Nyan? Nyan. 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 It's like the sound. It's the like. Oh, I get it now. Because my cats make that sound. They do. Uh. It's supposed to be like, that's the, is the word onomatopoeia? Onomatopoeia is, that's right, right? The word for like, the word for a sound. Yeah. I think that's right. It's the like, how we write the sound a cat makes in Japan. Like here, no, but cats do make that sound, right? Because Graham, he makes that sound a lot. He wants to get my attention. Oh, <laughs> cats. Yeah, and he, he usually does it like when I'm upstairs and he's downstairs. And he makes that noise just to get my attention. Fair. Oh, cats. Which he wants to play around. He wants me to chase after him. Which I do, because, I don't know, I'm trying to entertain my cat somehow. I just chase around the house. <laughs> hmm. So this episode starts with showing you, like, a newspaper that has the headline, Tragic Hero, Ward Mayor Morin's son, James. And then it's like, shows Morin apologizing for like, oh, he was just avenging his sister, and then it does a, like, Japanese kind of reaction shows. I don't know what the name for them is. It's kind of like where they go on the street and ask people questions. Yeah. I mean, um, they do that everywhere. I've never seen... I haven't seen it on... Maybe I just don't watch enough news in, like, America. Or don't watch, like, the right news. But it shows that of someone being like, wow, like, a high, Jack was killed by a high schooler. Like, that's crazy. And then it cuts to Irene, Sherlock, and Watson standing on a roof. They're just like talking about Moriarty. And then Irene has a flashback to when she was working as Alex's tutor. And she like admits that she knew Moriarty before. And she thought Moran might be involved with Jack the Ripper. Because she thought it was weird. Which, fair, this is really weird. That Alex never left her room. And the one day that she did, she died. Fair, that is super suspicious. Yeah, it actually makes sense when she said that. Like, it is super suspicious. 
Especially when you like with the knowledge of like why she died, because it might not have been suspicious if she wasn't wearing James's clothing. Yeah. But you kind of find out that like Miss Hudson and other people don't know that Moriarty destroyed the drive. People think Jack destroyed the drive. It's also he- like Miss Hudson doesn't know, but it's like heavily implied that no one else besides like the three of them really know that like Moran wanted to kill Moriarty. Because, like, I can't, I don't think everyone else from the detectives were there when that, like, knowledge was dropped. So, you kind of learn what other people don't know. What is it? Hollywood stars. Do they know stuff? Let's find out. (laughs) Let's find out. But Watson talks about kind of how he can't understand what Sherlock's going through. Because, like, Sherlock lost his best friend. Kind of talks about that a little bit. And then Sherlock is kind of like, oh, aren't you going back? Or like, why aren't you going back? Almost like he wants him to leave. Yeah. Sherlock kind of wants Watson to go back to the West Side because he was like, oh, now that Jack the Ripper is not an issue, like the mayor is not going to try and kill you anymore. You can go back. He's basically like, please leave. Watson does not do that because Sherlock gets a text about a new job. And that job is... The pipe is gone because Miss Hudson's back and she is telling them that pipe, the cat, is gone. Yes, this is my favorite part. Disappeared. And is kind of turning around. Miss Hudson's hair is not great. The outfit. I like the outfit. It's the hair. The hair's not great. You know, I honestly liked the hair with the outfit. It felt... Because I seen I seen her wear this before, and it never looked that great. The hair but for some reason with yeah. I didn't like the hair. I <laughs> it's got like an awkward length. I can see why you didn't like it because I didn't like it at first, but after I saw it a few times, like maybe it doesn't look that it doesn't look that bad. I actually like it. It goes with the outfit. Maybe you just have Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> Probably do. I don't know. I just need Miss Hudson to dress really good again. I need her to bring it fashion-wise. She's... If I was more into fashion, she'd be my fashion icon. Yeah. But I'd also have to get really into wigs. (laughs) Um, Which, fair. So, yeah, Miss Hudson is like, oh my god, my cat is gone, pipe is gone, oh my god. And then it cuts to... They're all in the, like, case delivery room, because apparently that's what I'm calling that room now. And Miss Hudson says that she thinks that Pipe has been catnapped. And there's a guy going around kidnapping pets and selling them for a lot of money, and she shows him a flyer. And it's this dude who's wearing a mask and cat ears. Oh, yeah. Because he's a weirdo. But it kind of cuts to this really funny thing where it shows a bunch of different people's like reactions to just kind of what's happening. And Michael is like, would someone go after a cat that big? Uh, Oh yeah. Mary's like, Oh, there's bigger problems that we're going through. And she's like, Moriren, which is what she calls Moriarty. And it's just kind of trails off. And Kobayashi's like, Oh, I can't forgive Maki. And he's like, Oh wait, Jack the Ripper. He's like, I can't forgive them. And Miss Hudson is just looking at them all. She's like very unhappy. 
that they like don't care about the cat. Yeah, that was so rude. <laughs> yeah, they like don't care about the cat. I mean, to be fair, like Moriarty's in prison. Yeah, like Moriarty's in jail. There are kind of bigger things happening. It was funny because I mean, I did like the part which, where Miss Hudson shows her butt. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Well, that happens when she's telling the, like, story. Well, she's doing the play. Or not the play, that, like, poem. Yeah, it was, like, it was, like jiggling into the TV screen. It's, like, so funny. Yeah, because that happens after she tells them all that she's forcing everyone to participate. Yeah. Like, she's like, everyone is going to participate whether you want to or not. She yeah. She calls it an A5 rank job, which we've never heard before but she says that the like they're gonna get top grade meat whoever yeah. brings back pipe it's just so funny because and then she, like of course miss hudson would name her cat pipe the bar's <laughs> named after the cat is the bar yeah. named after the cat or is the cat named after the bar i have no idea does and it it's matter just, it's just funny because like miss hudson says i need to look for my pipe and it's just like oh god that does that that sounds like a out of context joke. <laughs> I love that Watson calls the cat Pipeson. Oh yeah. He calls it like Mr. or like respect very respectfully. I'm like, oh Watson. He's just a sweet guy. So <laughs> such a just like best little dude. Yeah. Like sad little dude sometimes. But like yeah. Best little dude. But yeah, Miss Hudson goes around, forces everyone to take one of those weird cat things, the like beeper, who knows what they are. The things that they have to take when they go on that shows that they've like taken a job and tells her weird kind of poem thing. And as she hands each person, everyone looks really just like terrified, just like the life has been drained from them. And she sends them all off to go find the cat. And then she's sitting at the bar and the bartender dude that I want to know what's up with him. Because he's just kind of there a lot. I want to know his story. What's up with him? He gives her a drink. And then she's looking at a photo of them all during Moriarty's birthday party. Sad. Yeah, and that was like a... Oh, it's like a, a sweet picture of them all together. Oh. Yeah, because it's everyone before Irene was there. So it's like... All the kids, Moriarty, like Sherlock, Watson, Kyogoku, the three cross-dressers, including Maki, Miss Hudson, Lucy and Mary, Michael, Kobayashi, they're all like in it and it's really cute. And it comes up a lot in the episode. A lot of people like show that same picture. But then it shows that Pipe is up in the rafters of the bar. Mm -hmm. And then he runs away. And... Kind of the thread of this one is that you see Pipe around every other person. So you see Pipe near Kyogoku, who's just like, does not look good. You know, I was feeling so bad for him. He was like so depressed. He... He looks miserable there. He didn't even look like himself. It legitimately took me like a full second to realize that that was Kyogoku. Yeah, that's what it did to me too. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was him. And then I realized who it was, and it freaked me out. Because he's just sitting, assumedly in his room, on his bed, just, like, 
with a sheet pulled over his head, kind of with his face sticking out. And you can tell he's got, like, hasn't shaved because he's got, like, stubble. He's not wearing his glasses. And he's just kind of sitting there and kind of, like, freaking out, possibly like kind of mentally breaking down because of Maki being Jack. He was just like, no, that's not possible. How is that possible? There's no way. What's happening? And I was like, oh, that poor dude. He's just having a hard little life right now. Yep. I like him so much. I mean, he's always been my favorite character, but I was just like, oh my god. I couldn't even recognize my favorite character for like a full like second. And that freaked me out. That poor man. That woman of his dreams. (laughs) Poor man. He's having a hard little life. We need to all be nice to him. He's having a hard little life. Yeah, the the woman of his dreams became the man of his dreams. Became the man of everyone's nightmares. <laughs> yeah, everyone's nightmares. It became... wasn't the man of anyone's dreams. It was the man of all of our nightmares. <laughs> yeah, that made more sense. <laughs> Poor Kyogoku. I feel so bad for him. But that's all he's in this episode. He's <laughs> not in this episode anymore. Sad. Also for me. That's I need him sad. to be in episodes again. He makes me makes me happy when I see him. Well, you'll like the next one. <laughs> I have seen the next one already. Yeah. But then Mary and Lucy are in like a stairway and Mary is sad because she didn't realize that Moriarty had lost his sister. And Lucy has just like a weird little flashback to like a previous episode where she had told Moriarty, she's like, oh, I'll do it because Lucy's my sister and or because Mary's my sister and whatever, whatever. And then she was like, you understand you have a sister, right? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. It was, I think, the episode that focused on Lucy and Mary and their background. But then it shows you Michael is playing Pachinko. Just not giving a shit. And then he sees a pipe is sitting next to him. And he just continues to not give a shit. Yeah, I was like wondering if he actually noticed that the cat was there. No, he, the cat stares at him. Yeah, I don't think he noticed it. <laughs> no, he did, because he makes a reference. He mentions, like, he's like, oh, why would I do anything? Like, there's not any money on the line. Oh. Or something like, he says something like that, where he's just like, oh, there's not money on the line. So, like, who cares? Um, wow. But, like, two dudes come in, and they start talking about, like, Moriarty and Michael, which, like, might be a hint to his background, which was super interesting to me. Because he was, like, kind of talking about, he was like, oh... Like, what if your daughter died and, like, your son killed someone to avenge them? Doesn't that make that a good son? You um, know, I actually liked his response because it was more human than... Than him just being old man that drinks at the bar? Yes. I loved Michael Belmont in this episode. He's in this episode for, like, a grand total of, like, a minute and a half. <laughs> Everyone's in this episode for, like, a minute and a half. Jesus Christ. It- I don't know. I just liked him in this episode a lot. I did like his response. Yeah. It also makes me really want to know his background. Because I feel like it's going to mean something similar happened to him. Mm -hmm. Or like his family or something. Yeah. Just because like, it's always seemed like nothing has gotten him to really say anything. In any previous episode. Except for that. Yeah. And you know, it gave a different perspective than the usual. Because it's like, because the thing I hate when, like, when they, like, in media, you know, they, when someone kills somebody, they are viewed as a monster. 
yeah. And in here, and here, they're like they're trying to see him as something else other than a monster. Like they try to see like that he's human. Any human would do that. Yeah, and, especially if it's like avenging like your beloved family. Yeah. And it's like, doesn't that make you like a good person? Because you're doing what you need to do to like protect your family. Yeah. I do. I do like that about this show. Yeah. Because I notice everyone is not mad at Moriarty for killing. Yeah, they're more worried about him. Because like, yeah. Lucy is not upset. Lucy and Mary are not upset. Mary's upset that she didn't realize that his sister had died. Lucy is also seemingly upset kind of about the same thing that like she didn't realize that Moriarty's sister was dead. They're all just kind of upset that they didn't realize and Kyogoku's upset about something else, which like fair. He was dating Jack the Ripper for a little while and proposed to Jack the Ripper. So like he's having his own problems. Baby boy's having his own problems, but you see the kids love those kids. I hate them. I love those kids. The kids are making fun of a stroller that Kobayashi has. Oh my god, you know, it was so cute that Kobayashi had the, 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 the thing with the cat ears yeah, on his so head. Yeah, so Kobayashi is like under a like house or like shrine or something with a lighter wearing cat ears looking for pipe. And he has a stroller for when he finds Pipe. He says it's the only stroller that Pipe will fit in. And the kids are talking about how they miss Moriarty. And they're like, when is the boss going to come back? Also, Kobayashi calls them the Irregulars. So I guess now they have a name. Yeah, I guess that is their name. Which does make sense. Because I know that that is a thing from Sherlock. It's like, oh, the Irregulars are like people that he works with. Every once in a while, like... Well, they're already irregular. They're always being rude. They're not irregular. They're best. They're not nice kids. <laughs> they're best kids. But Kobayashi puts Yoshio in charge as the acting captain until Moriarty returns. And Yoshio says that his first act as captain is that they're going to find Pipe before Kobayashi. And they all run off. They leave Kobayashi there with the weird stroller wearing cat ears. Yeah. Oh, Kobayashi. Sherlock is walking down the street with Watson. He has a ticket for Thomas Shomaru's last Rakugo before- performance. Yeah, last Rakugo performance before his retirement. And that is his bigger concern. His concern is not finding Pipe. And then Pipe appears and steals Sherlock's ticket. And so. That was. That was icy on the cake. It's like, oh, shit. So now Sherlock is determined to find the cat. <laughs> Mary is in that bar that Watson and Irene had gone to while hunting down that weird dude who was trying to sell his daughter. And then she finds Pipe and he runs away. And then Lucy ends up catching Mary in a net that was meant to catch Pipe. And then Kobayashi's at the flower shop from the other episode, from an earlier episode. But Fujiko is back. Fujiko from Join the Idol group episode. Don't super remember the title, but that episode. And she gives him like a plant, 
I assume it's probably like catnip. Yeah, I was thinking of the catnip plant. Because she was like, ooh, cats are like really like the smell of this plant. And then he's like, oh my god, thank you. Sherlock is walking down the street, says he knows where Pipe is, and he, he like starts muttering about his plan. And then Watson saves Sherlock from being hit by a car. Because he almost walks into traffic. You know, it's like the same thing as like when people like, you know, text in the street. I mean, text on the sidewalk and run into the street and not paying attention. Yeah. Sherlock almost gets hit by a car. <laughs> it was a moment. Yeah. A lot happens in like a minute and a half of this show after that. Because the kids are chasing a guy with a white suit to tackle him. And they do. And it's the actual thief. Oh, yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. The guy actually got the the thief that, that Miss Hudson was talking about. Yeah, the kids catch the thief. He has a parrot from the cigarette yeah. shop. Weird, but okay. Uh, Kobayashi is laying on the ground being mobbed by cats because he's holding that plant. Yeah, that was so funny. He was getting ticklish. <laughs> yeah, Kobayashi's being a weirdo. This episode. Everyone's kind of weird this episode. Uh, Lucy and Mary find Pipe. Michael messes it up because he stole like a police officer's like moped or whatever. And tries to steal yeah. the cat. And then just like runs into a mountain of trash. Sherlock ends up catching Pipe through an elaborate like he puts strawberries out and Pipe eats all the strawberries and follows it and then slides down a slide to like a big strawberry and then there's like a net. Slightly elaborate, but okay. And then he does a weird tiny Rakugo, which everyone interrupts. And I love it so much. Because yeah, I did like that too. First, he's like, Watson is there and he's like, do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? Do you want to hear? And Watson's like, well, I mean, I was here and I saw it, but like, okay. He was like, I mean, I knew, but all right. And so as he's doing it, Michael pops out and is like, because he's like, oh, how did I know where he was going? And Michael's like, pops out of nowhere and he's like, well, we all know that Pipe is the biggest eater and he only went to three star restaurants and he went to all of them. And Sherlock's like, oh, well, how did I lure him here? And then Lucy and Mary, the kids, and Kobayashi, and they have the thief tied up with them. Don't super know why, but he's there. And the kids have all of the strawberries that Sherlock used. And then he's like, well, how did I know to use strawberries? And Mary shows the same picture from Moriarty's birthday party. And they, like, show you a close-up of, like, Pipe trying to eat the strawberry off of Watson's cake. It kind of flashes back to earlier when Watson was talking to Sherlock and he's like, oh yeah, Pipe tried to kept trying to eat my cake at Moriarty's party. He's also like, yeah, he chased me out of the room I was sleeping in. The cat bullies Watson. So that happens. See, he's a sad little dude sometimes. And Sherlock's ticket is ruined because Pipe spits it onto Watson's face. And it's ruined. So he doesn't get to go to his Rakugo performance. But Miss Hudson is throwing a party for Pipe's return. And then it shows just like all of them being at the party and it's cute. Aww. Heartwarming ending. Sherlock is sitting in a corner and he's like unhappy because he didn't get to go to his Rakugo performance because his ticket was ruined. Watson says that he wants to be Sherlock's assistant. And Sherlock has a bunch of flashbacks to times when Watson was useful. They show you Watson when he knocks that guy out to save Sherlock. Uh, when Watson broke into Irene's house 
And then Sherlock was pretending to be a mover. Sherlock throwing Watson's clothes in the pool as a distraction. Watson saving Sherlock from the car earlier. Watson punching Sherlock when Watson was crying. And then Sherlock apologizing to Watson. And I guess that encapsulates their relationship in Sherlock's mind. Yeah, I think so. It, I think it did cap eyes on that. Which, like, fair. But Sherlock says that he essentially says yes to Watson being his assistant, but he didn't actually say yes. He basically is like, if you screw up once, I'm going to fire you. And then everyone is kind of like, oh, they're finally, like, official. And there's a lot of throwing around. You know, Mary, this is what I love about Mary. She just... Oh, yeah, she comes over. She's like, oh, are you guys fine? You're finally making it official. But everyone <laughs> makes it sound like they're, like, a couple and they're dating. Yes, now. that's why I love the Mary when she did that. She was just like, like they made it official. They're, they, they were, they're great. She talks about how they look like a great couple. Yeah, everyone is talking about them like they're dating, and it's kind of hilarious. You know, because this reminds me of the time when Mary, we know in the the previous episodes where she was like talking about... uh, Oh, Maki? Yeah, it just reminds me of that. And it's just like, I love Mary when she does this. When she was like, oh, he's loaded. You know that, right? Yes. (laughs) Park Yogoku. Baby boy. Oh yeah, Kyogoku is not at the party. Yeah, I noticed that. Because he he's there sad in his room. Which, yes. like, fair. It is very fair. He was dating Jack the Ripper. That poor man. Yes. Poor baby. Irene leaving the party, and he follows her, and she's her suitcase, and she says that she's leaving. She left a note for Miss Hudson, but she didn't want to kind of, like, take away from the party at all she's going to new york and norton is there he's found a way to make money and then she shows him a video and he's being weirdo in the video yeah you know i'm surprised they even showed norton because i thought they forgot about him no i knew i knew they didn't but i was also just like i didn't know what context they were going to show him again they showed him for all of like 30 seconds it was weird but like irene goes to leave And then turns around and is like, ask Sherlock. She's like, oh, you're not going to try to stop me. She doesn't say anything. And then she's just like, okay. And she leaves. Now Irene is gone. And then it shows you Moriarty in prison. And then this really creepy dude in the window to Moriarty's cell. Yeah, that was really creepy. He was really creepy. And then it ended. Yeah. Yeah. That was the end of the episode. Yeah. It's unfortunate because I'm like, this kind of like the last of, or the like No Gun's Life. So I'm like, there's not a lot to like unpack in this. Because it's very filler. It's very just kind of like, let's look at how people I think are reacting to Moriarty being in jail. You know, there's one part that's not really logical. Is it that no one, if that cat moves so fast, no one's like alarmed by how fast that cat moves? That's a fact. No. No, I know. I know cats are fast because my cats are pretty fast. But <laughs> sometimes I don't even realize they went into the bathroom with me till till later. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is about the the how Pipe Cat went after the strawberries. I don't think that's realistic because cats don't care about plant food. They're more 
it would be more logical with fish or well, some I type know. of meat that the, they were going after. The thing for it was supposed to be like, oh, Pipe went around to all these like, assume when they said three star restaurants, I assume they mean Michelin, like three starred restaurants and ate a bunch of food and they show someone like giving him sashimi and like fried shrimp and like all of this really good food. So Sherlock was like, oh, he's going to want dessert after yeah, but- his meal. Cats wouldn't care about fruits being a dessert. They just wouldn't. They yeah. would see me as a dessert. <laughs> yeah, I think they're also trying to show you that, like, that cat is super spoiled. God, that cat is so huge. I just want to know, it's like, if they knew that, that he likes strawberries, why didn't they think of that plan as well? Well, I also know that they say that Sherlock put like a trail of strawberries from every three star Michelin, like three star restaurant in the area to that park. And he doesn't initially think of strawberries until Watson tells him like, Oh yeah. He kept trying to eat my cake at Moriarty's party. You know, it would be more logical if, if five cat went to go eat the salmon that was on the sushi salmon that was on Sherlock's cake. (laughs) Aww. He likes to pick on Watson. Because the cat, like, falls off the net, too, and just, like, lands on Watson. And that's just, I guess, where he lives now. Yeah. For forever times. Aww. <laughs> I'm kind of glad that Watson acts. Sherlock to be assistant. I know. I'm so glad. I mean, <laughs> you knew it was going to happen, because, like, how else was Watson going to stay? Yeah. Like, realistically, if Watson has to stay, how else was he going to stay? I just loved Sherlock's reaction to that. He's like, nope, I'm not giving you a handshake. Oh, yeah. Mary was like, shake his hand. He was like, no. See, which what people should be doing in, in <laughs> during the times of coronavirus. No handshake. That's what we should do always. See, be like Sherlock. No handshake. That's what we should be like always. To be fair. Handshakes are weird. People are weird. Yeah. And I have another tip because I know in the earlier in the earlier episode where they mentioned how Alex stays in the house because she's not she's sick and she's not well. See, if you're sick and not well, you should stay home. Like be like Alex. Aww, Alex. <laughs> so you have to be like Alex and Sherlock during this coronavirus thing. <laughs> we learn a little bit more about Alex at one point, but maybe we won't. She kind of played her part already. You know, it's kind of odd that, you know, we find out that Irene was the one that was her tutor. No, because they mentioned earlier that Irene, that's why they thought revenge porn was on the drive, because they mentioned that Irene tutored the mayor's daughter. Oh. But you just didn't know who Alex was, so you didn't know Alex was the mayor's daughter, and you didn't know that, like, Moriarty was the mayor's son, because they never mention a son. They just mentioned the mayor's daughter. Are you still sad about Kyokoku? I'm just like, Irene is gone now, too. She went to New York. Oh, yeah. I was so sad about Irene being gone. I was like, no, don't go. I'm sad, but I'm also really <laughs> glad that she's gone. I loved her. I don't know. I'm just glad that they're kind of keeping to, like, Irene's not around all the time type of thing. I want her to be around. Because, like, it means she came in, she, like, did her part, outsmarted Sherlock, did her thing, and then is, like, going back to her life. 
Because she has a life. She has money. Yeah. Is it Norn supposed to be her husband? I don't know. Husband person thing? Who knows? He does say they're married at one point, but then she's like, oh, we're not married. But then it almost seems like she's like, it's almost a like, oh, we're not married yet. But they're basically married. Yeah. Because they like live together and she's moving to New York (laughs) to be with him, to like go to him because he's in New York. Yeah. So like kind of married, but also kind of not. Who knows? (laughs) Yeah. I like the picture that they keep showing. It's cute. Uh, happier times. Oh yeah, that that picture. Happy. It was. I did like that picture. Happier times. I don't know. There's not really a lot to say about this episode. But I really liked it. I mean, I really enjoyed it. It was a really fun filler episode for me. They really, I really enjoyed fillers, but this one's this one was entertaining, and I did like how Sherlock had the reaction with the ticket being all wet and ruined. <laughs> oh, yeah, because Pipe ate it and then, like, kind of hairball hacked it onto Watson's face. Yeah, because Sherlock has that white eyes, Aww. like, reaction. It was like, oh, poor Sherlock. <laughs> and it's also because he got the last ticket. Yeah, that was the last ticket. And this is so, where it got sold out. Oh, Sherlock. He was so desperate to go to that world cuckoo. He does love Rakugo. Sherlock. It's just funny how the cat was never kidnapped by the person that they had. The The cat is just living his best life. Yes. And he reminds me out there living his best life, eating gourmet food. But yeah, there wasn't a lot to this episode. I wanted I liked it. It wasn't my favorite. It wasn't my least favorite. Yeah. I think it was good filler. Because it wasn't like totally filler. That's why I'm like was having a hard time categorizing this as like, is this filler? Is this not filler? Because I'm like, overall, I think it is filler. Obviously, but I also think it's kind of not because it does also show you kind of everyone else dealing with the fallout of this. Mm hmm. And so I'm also like, it's kind of weirdly not filler, just in that sense of like, to see like Lucy and Mary feeling bad and you see Michael contributing to see Kobayashi wearing cat ears. Kogoku's having his mental breakdown. I'm just glad they didn't hate Moriarty for, for killing Jack. But they were more like more concerned about Like him. what they were missing too is like, what were we not paying attention to? Yeah, they were more about, they were more being, it's like it felt more human to me. They are more worried about the person himself rather than hating him. Because I hate how TV shows, they jump, they jump to hating and I then w- talking shit about the person they just cared about. I wonder so if it would be different the line. if it wasn't like seemingly justified murder. Because like he killed Jack the Ripper to like avenge his sister. Like, if it had been different, would people think differently? Because everyone's also like, oh, he was doing it for his sister. But I'm like, if that wasn't the case, would people feel differently? I don't know. I mean, probably, right? I mean, they those people in the in the casino, they felt like he was a monster. Which, I mean, also, like, I don't like it, but I understand, like, that mentality. Because yeah. you'd be like, how could you kill a person? 
A lot of people would think, I mean, uh, not a lot. Most and people TV would think shows, that, too. In, like, real world. That. In the real world, a lot of people think that. Oh, a lot I of people wouldn't. would be like, how could you kill a person? I don't know. I have a different perspective on that. No, but I just mean, like, think about it. Like, in the real world, the average person is probably on the, like, I could never kill a person. Because then when people like, do think that way, it's like, what do you... And I, I can't either, but I'm just saying, like, what if if you think that way? So I always feel like, what do you think of the, like, the military or the policemen that end up doing that? But I feel like people view them differently because it's like, that's viewed as, like, that justified of, like, oh, it's in defense of our country, it's in defense of our safety, and it's more about, like, there's some type of, like, regulation body over it, you know? Allegedly. I don't know. It is an interesting mindset, though. Yeah. But I do think most people in the, like, real world would sit on that, like, I don't think, like, why would you ever kill a person? Like, there's no justifiable reason to kill someone. The justice system, whatever, whatever. I don't know, because I always... Because <laughs> I have more friends that, that don't particularly that you know we have a great justice system that the justice system is broken and um everyone should believe that our justice system is broken the only people that don't think that our justice system is broken are rich white people yes <laughs> i could agree with that. <laughs> only rich white people believe that our justice system is fine or also just rich people yeah if you're rich the justice system is fine for you if you're not the justice system is not fine for you and that's gross. But also, even if people agree that our justice system is broken, a lot of people will still be like, you shouldn't take the law into your own hands. A lot of people will be like, that's not your place. Just like in the world. Which I'm like, fair. But like... I don't know. <laughs> well, is there anything else to say mm, about this episode? I don't know. Uh, no, I think that's about it. Yeah, I was going to say, I guess it's more like any other thoughts, comments, concerns. I just, there wasn't a lot, a lot to this episode. So, like, mm. it's another kind of hard one of, like, well, there's not really a lot to it. And, like, it's the next yeah. ones. It's that, like, weird midseason filler. Because you got to ramp down from Jack the Ripper yeah. into whatever the rest of the season's going to become. Oh, you know, it's funny because the, the, the food that Miss Hudson was giving... It, it became just like she decided to change it from a meat special to like an actual celebr like a whole party. Well, she got high quality meat for everyone. Yeah, and she's not just me. It's like there's other foods in there. It was like like drinks and. So I kind of think that was always know, her plan. Foods and vegetables and a whole bunch of others. It wasn't just meat. I like to think <laughs> that that was always her plan. Yeah. Was that she was trying to, like, cheer everyone up. Yeah, I think that was her plan. Like, I think, a party. Like, like, I do think she thought that Pipe was missing. I was thinking she did that. I don't think she, like, she probably pretended that Pipe Cat was lost just to cheer everyone up. You know, that makes more sense. I don't know if she, I mean, she may have, no, I, I don't know. I've never owned a cat, no. so I don't know what it's like to have a pet that just goes and wanders. And comes back. Yeah. Like I don't know what that. I don't know what that life is. So I, have a dog. I know what that's that not life. my life. 
I don't let my cats do. I don't let my new cats do that. Hell no! It's like cause that cat never came back, and I end up seeing the people in a watch like a watch machine end up taking the cat, and it's like, oh wow, <laughs> dope. Yeah, because it was gone for like a long time, and then I then I found out. Then I find end up finding the cat in the wash, not the washing machine. You know what I mean? The car wash. It was in a car wash uh, place. It was staying there for like days, and it's just okay. I think you want to be here rather than being in my house. <laughs> Animals want weird things. Oh. I think I like this episode because of cats. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm like it was good filler. Filler's not always good. This was pretty good filler. I think it was cool. You got to see a lot of people's personalities that I don't think you would get to see otherwise. Yeah, like Michael Belmont. Yeah, like Michael Belmont standing up for, like, Moriarty as a good son. Lucy and Mary worrying about, like, what did we miss as his friends? Like, what did we not see? If we had paid better attention, would we have seen this? You could see Sherlock essentially just being himself and Kyogoku just having... Just the hardest little life. That man. I love him so much and he is, ha- is having the hardest little life. It's just funny. also funny how Watson cared about Pipecat. They're friends now. Even though he bullies, the cat bullies Watson. Yeah. I like it, Watson doesn't bully the cat. The cat bullies him. Yeah. You know the cat did. About it. The cat did purr on him. Yeah, no. <laughs> the cat likes him. But also bullies him. Because I love that one of the flashbacks or the things that like Watson brings up is like when the cat didn't let him sleep anywhere. When he had to sleep in that room and he like chased mm. him out of everywhere until Watson was just sitting in a corner. You know, it kind of reminds me of, oh God, it just reminds me of my my friend. She has a cat and her, the cat bullies her, her boyfriend. And it's just. <laughs> yeah, I've heard cats are bullies or can be bullies. And I think the cat bullies him because she likes him. Aww, <laughs> cats. Now it kind of makes sense. Oh, cats. Oh, God. He actually looks like Watson, too. And the cat looks like Pipe Cat. God damn it. <laughs> well, I guess that's all we have. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Tweet at us. Let us know if you like this episode. We'll do the next episodes soon yeah because the show is over now yeah like we it, didn't get to catch up on time god damn it dude i knew we weren't gonna catch up on time because i was like life is happening yeah well we'll catch up we'll figure it out thank you for listening bye guys bye <laughs>